Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome in, everybody, to the Pro Football Show. I am Chris Landry. If you're new to us, I am the veteran NFL scout and coach at this level, college coach and recruiting coordinator prior to that. And we break down the world of pro football for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here. Um, and we want to invite you to sign up if you haven't done so already. Go to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts and sign up for Landry Football's conference call. And go ahead and sign up. And, and if you do that, you're going to get this podcast and you're going to get our college podcast every day, Monday through Friday. So we're here three days a week breaking down the world of football, giving you the latest news and information and we're so happy to do so and privileged to do so with the aid of our great sponsors at 401k Generation. Eddie Rojas uh, and his great folks have brought to you this uh, podcast, and we appreciate their involvement in this show. They are the financial professionals like we are the football professionals. They are the place to go to get the latest on money management, investment inquiries, or just if you want to speak with someone to see if you're on track with your financial goals. So check with Eddie Rojas and his team at 401k Generation today. Uh, they're licensed in all 50 states. So call or text and tell them that you heard about them from us right here. You can reach them by phone or text 1-866-998-5879. Again, licensed in all 50 states. One eight six six nine nine eight five eight seven nine. Got your own business? Got something that you'd like to brand? We can help you do that as well. Contact us at LandryFootball.com. Hit contact Chris, and uh, I'll forward the um, information over to TJ, and he'll get in touch with you. Uh, very simple, uh, very easy, and we can uh, we can do that, and uh, we'll see if it's the right fit for you and for us. Check out LandryFootball.com for all the latest news around the NFL. Our notebooks are obviously we're working at this time of year on a lot of different things, college side, the pro side. We've got 
the NFL free agency, scouting reports, free agent boards, NFL draft boards, free agent boards, all of that's on the horizon. We're working towards that as we're headed towards the league year. We're a week into um, the offseason. I hope you uh, had a chance to enjoy the XFL uh, uh, this weekend. It is, I'm hoping, to be a very productive developmental system for the NFL, and I hope it's embraced. I think the real key is everyone will get excited as they were this weekend. The end of the Super Bowl was last week. The first weekend ratings, I don't care what one of these leagues, they're all great. The key is going to be how good are the ratings in week six. Hopefully it'll keep up. There's a lot of financial backing brought into um, this venture with uh, Vince McMahon of the, the wrestling fame. I do think that the Fox and ESPN brand is huge. I think it's huge. The fact that they're on board with promoting, and we know that ESPN drives so much of the audience of you're watching different things and you're being told about how good this is. Every time you turn on SportsCenter, you get that information. You know, when the Alliance came in, <clears throat> you know, it, it was on, like, the CBS Sports Network, and, uh, you know, it just you could find it. It was good. The football was good, but they didn't have the financial backing. And you wonder if it's sustainable if people are not talking about it long range and people are not putting it in front of you. So I, I'm hoping, at least for the league's sake, that the fact that ESPN is going to be promoting it because it's one of their entities, that it can create a lot more excitement. Look, I think that um, we will see over time the product of football is going to be good. The development part of it is going to be great. Coaches, players, scouts, trainers, you name it, all good for the sport. Um it has to make some money, and I think it probably is going to take four or five years. But if there's enough listeners to where you can make money and at least break even from a league standpoint, make a little money, then it's sustainable over the long haul. But we've never seen one of these leagues sustain. The longest that we've seen is the Arena League, and that it has folded now. So. We really are in dire need of it, and uh, I hope that it works. Hope you get a chance. Over at LandryFootball.com, we're going to be breaking down a lot of the players. And, you know, it is difficult. People will maybe gravitate towards a team. But, you know, it takes a, a while for people to really to develop that affinity for a team, and it's an eight-team league. And, you know, so we'll we'll see. People will, will enjoy it, and they can bet on it and do fantasy football on it. They're going to like it. We're going to provide some information on who looks good and who I think may be a player in terms of getting into the NFL and the shots that could maybe help your team. So check it out over at Landry Football. Hey, a couple of news items that we want to get to, and I've got a question that we're going to get to pretty early from Richard. But the timeline is, I understand it, for the Patrick Mahomes conversation, contract talks, probably after the draft. I don't think that there will be anything substantive prior to that. I think that's what we're looking at from a time frame standpoint. You know, for Dak Prescott, there's a lot going to be a lot more publicity 
about it. You know, I don't know why there's a constant, you know, uh, it's a circus atmosphere in Dallas where Stephen Jones, Jerry Jones have got to come on and say, oh, it's getting ready to heat up, and it's like it's a damn circus show. The reality is these these things take a little time, and we don't need a play-by-play. Just go and do your job. I think that the Chiefs will certainly get a deal done sooner. Obviously, we know that Mahomes is earlier, younger in his deal, and so Dak is in a position to where they've got to get a deal done or they're going to have to tag him. So we'll see how that's going to play out. Um, but Mahomes is someone that that I think that the Chiefs would like to get done. But don't expect anything to happen to after the draft. Anything else would be a bonus. Chris Jones is a free agent. Tra- Travis Kelty's outplayed his um, his contract. Um, Sammy Watkins has an untenable cap number. They've got to figure that out. Um, the Eagles and the Rams extended their first-round quarterbacks after the third season. So, you know, the, the Cowboys are a little bit behind in that regard. Uh, I'm going to get into today a little bit of some underrated prospects as I see it in this draft. I wanted to try to do that on Friday. Didn't have time. We kind of got into um, to uh, a little bit more in-depth into some other areas. But I'm going to get into some free agent news Um and, uh, you know, Shaq Barrett is come out and said that he's willing to give a Bucks a hometown discount. Not going to take a whole lot less, but he likes it there, willing to stay. Uh, it looks like impending free agent Justin Simmons. Um, there's possibility of him, you know, being assigned the franchise tag. He's not sure whether he'll show up for offseason workouts as he is, uh, if he is. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out. Uh, it looks like Sean Lee has confirmed that he's going to play in 2020. Um, certainly a good player when he's been healthy. Impending free agent uh, defensive lineman Leonard Williams is seeking about $15, $16 million annually. Um, the Giants are expected to re-sign him. They gave up multiple picks for him at the trade deadline. Made 14.2 last season. Isn't going to be taken less as a 25-year-old free agent. So they've got more than $60 million in cap space. It'll be interesting to see how they divvy that up. Free agent Nelson Aguilar is unlikely to return. Um, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, the Eagles will likely move on from him. Missed five games due, due to a December knee injury. Uh, it looks like they're going to be moving on from him in Philadelphia. Um, 49ers, John Lynch doesn't expect D Ford's knee injury to require offseason surgery. Wasn't close to 100%. Um, playing just 22% of the snaps in a part-time role. Um, but that's good news that he doesn't need surgery, just healing. Impending free agent Emmanuel Sanders on the Niners is open to re-signing with the club. He played through a rib injury for most of the second half of the season. Uh, even at uh, less than full health, the 49ers took a step forward after trading him in week eight. So it makes sense to bring them back. Uh, they're one of the worst cap situations in the league to the Niners. So so we'll see how they can, if they can get a deal done and for what price. I do think there um, is a possibility that uh, Gio Bernard uh, for the Bengals is a possible cap casualty. He's playing in a role behind Joe Mixon. And they're looking to probably move towards a one running back situation. 
it would save about $2.8 million of cap space if they moved on from him. So we'll see if that plays out. The 49ers tight end Garrett Selleck has announced that he is retiring after eight seasons in the league. Um, some other news around the Redskins are likely to exercise the option in Adrian Peterson's 2020 contract. It would, um, would save uh, $2.25 million in cap space from not picking up Peterson's option. But with Darius Geis' injury history, bringing Peterson back, in a bad move and playing, still playing pretty well. Speaking of the Niners, they did sign Jake Brendel, played uh, 21 games since entering the league, former undrafted free agent. I uh, was last seen the field um, with the Dolphins in 2018, um, but brings some good value there in a reserve role. The Falcons signed punter Sam Irwin Hill, uh, the Aussie. Um, the Giants linebacker uh, Alex Ogletree, I think, is another guy that could be a release candidate. Um, he's underachieved since joined the Giants. I would leave about six and a half to six point seven million in dead money, but he also would save New York five point five million dollars against the cap. Um, so uh, we'll see how this plays out going forward, uh, and would they get done with him or not? Move on from him. Jamal Adams across town with the Jets, looking to overtake Eddie Jackson's. Price tag is the highest-paid safety in the league. Jackson, of course, reset the safety market with his four-year extension last month, a deal that's going to net him $14.6 million annually. An all-pro selection of the last two seasons, Adam is due a modest $3.5 million in 2020. So two sides are expected to open extension talks soon. We'll see where they're going. They're definitely going to exercise Adams' fifth-year option, no doubt about that. Redskins' Paul Richardson could also be a candidate for release. Uh, Two million of Richardson's $6 million salary become guaranteed if he's still on the team after the fifth day of the new league year. Ron Rivera plans to pursue a veteran to pair with McClure in this offseason, which would pave the way for Richardson's release. Um, we'll see. He's got... Ability to stretch the field when healthy, so he is somebody that will find some work. Some coaching news um, over the weekend. The Steelers have hired South Carolina wide receiver coach Brian McClendon to the same position. He served as the interim head coach um, um, at, 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 a, at a point in time uh, at a couple of spots at Georgia, for example. He's 36 years old. He's going to be one of the younger members of the Pittsburgh Steelers coaching staff. He's got a close relationship with um, with Daryl Drake, um, who passed away during the training camp this past summer. So uh, McClendon's going to coach a good group of young wideouts and Juju Smith-Schuster and James Washington, Deontay Johnson. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. We did mention that the Titans on Friday is going to hire Jim Hazlitt as inside linebacker coach, and he's going to be heavily involved in – kind of running this defense. He spent last year out of the league following a three-year stint as linebacker coach under Marvin Lewis. Um, he's It's a good linebacker core that he's going to be working with. The 49ers defense coordinator Robert Sala turned down a request to interview for the Michigan State head coaching job. Um, Sala declined interviews. He's got unfinished business, he said, in, in uh, San Francisco. And He's a head coaching candidate in the NFL. Um, the Browns have hired former Bronco coach T.C. McCartney as an offensive assistant. He was not retained after the Broncos fired uh, Rich Gangarlato this offseason. 
Uh, this will be McCartney's second go-around with the Browns ever, after previously serving as an offensive quality control coach under Mike Pettin in 2014. In Denver, McCartney was praised for his work with Drew Locke, who won four or five starts down the stretch. McCartney will be tasked with helping out Baker Mayfield and uh, Kevin Stefanski uh, in that group there. Browns also hired uh, Jason Tarver, the defense coordinator um, of Vanderbilt as linebacker coach. He returns to the NFL following the two-year stint in college. Um, he was Oakland's defense coordinator under Dennis Allen's from 2000 to 14. Uh, the Broncos are going to run a 4-3 scheme under new defensive coordinator Joe Woods. And the Bills have hired Jack Cesare as assistant D-line coach. This is going to be his first stint into the NFL following a five-year stint at the University of San Diego where he served as a defensive line coach there, 39 years old, played in the league for a while, including playing for the Chargers. So uh, those are some of the coaching moves over the weekend. I uh, want to get into um, some, I think, undervalued, underrated prospects in this draft. What I wanted to answer couple of questions from Richard, who uh, Richard asks, uh, always kind of goes back into the throwback mold of assessments of things. He was asking me, what was my assessment of Tony Dungy as a coach? Tony was outstanding. Tony did a great job in Tampa. He built a really good team with Jerry Angelo and Rich McKay, and <clears throat> they they were on the cusp of winning a Super Bowl, and certainly John Gruden got him over the top, but it was put together by Tony. Tony gets another shot in Indianapolis, has a quarterback, uh, has a system in which uh, he was able to, uh, you know, work more towards the offensive side of things, had a defense and a philosophy that understood and really helped Bill Poley and build a team in Indianapolis that said, look, we don't need to spend money on corners. We're going to be a cover two team. We need to spend money on edge rushers. We need to spend money on guys that score touchdowns. And we got our quarterback in Peyton Manning. They did it. They did it well. He won a Super Bowl. He's a great coach. He's a great guy. Um, you know, understated always, but certainly um, outstanding. So what quarterbacks in this year's draft for the that? for the Bucks that could possibly fit Bruce Arians' offense if they were decided to if they decide to move on from Jameis Winston. Well, I don't know that they're gonna move on from Jameis Winston because that is um against what I think it's admittance of wrong by the general manager and I don't think that that's where they're headed. Um look I think the guys that would be if Justin Herbert is a good deep ball thrower. Justin Love has some ability to get the ball downfield. Um, look, I don't know that Bruce Arians is going to be there long enough to develop a young quarterback. So I'm not sure that that I can answer the question in all honesty. I mean, they're guys that the guys that that he likes can get the ball downfield, but again, I think. Bruce is a short-term fix, and I think he wants um, a veteran guy that can do it. And if Jameis is not the direction they go, I think that's the, the direction. But a young guy in Bruce Arians is, in my mind, not not the fit. But I know what you're saying. And I think certainly as they get the draft boards up, you're going to recognize the names and the people that I think are good fits. And, 
you know, somebody like a Jordan Love has some physical skill sets to throw the football deep, but is a major project. And certainly when he's ready to play, I don't think Bruce Arians is going to be coaching in the league. Uh, what was your scouting evaluations of Ty Warren, Johnny Manziel, A.J. McCarron, and Brandon Merriweather? Um, Ty Warren I had, I think, a second-round grade on him. Good player, athlete, uh, could play on his feet. Johnny Manziel was too much of a playboy type, scared me with his uh, inability to stay focused, so he always scared me. Uh, A.J. McCarron, I thought, was would be a quality backup, and I think that's what he is, no better, no worse. And Brandy Merriweather, Brandy Merriweather was a really good athlete with a lot of range, and I had a pretty good grade on him as well. Some underrated prospects as we get into um, more and more about, you know, the free agent prospects of how this season's going to go, who's going to be let go. Um, team, I'm always a big believer that free agency is where you can fill needs and the draft is where you need to get quality. And I think what you're going to see is, you know, uh, this given year people overspend and people make mistakes and some may fill good needs. As we get into the draft process, you're going to see the big names in the draft board and everybody's going to be focused on that. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I want to submit to you some guys that I think this is where the true value as a scout comes into. Players that I think are undervalued, that can be really good players, that you may not know as much about. And we're going to do this from time to time in different players and different aspects and different positions. <clears throat> but Darrington Evans, a running back at Appalachian State, um, gets overlooked, a little bit underscouted. Um, got a lot of mileage out of him at Appalachian State. He's 5'11", 200, really good intangibles, good vision, good patience. Um, he catches the ball out of the backfield. Uh, I think going to be a really good player, and he's a make-it player. I think he's probably more of a fifth-round type of guy. Courtney Davis, a receiver out of Texas A&M, um, it's a loaded group of receivers. So there's going to be a race to get one of those many guys that are fit into that first and high second round value. Uh, there's going to be a log jam, but there's some other good players as well, and this is one of them. Consistent production, good competition, very twitchy, quick, gets in and out of his breaks, uh, really good run after catch. Uh, he understands coverages at an advanced level. I think he is someone they couldn't get the ball to as much as they would have liked to or should have at Texas A&M. Uh, I think the guy's a really good player, and I think he's going to have a better pro career than college career. James Proch of of Southern uh, of Southern Methodist at receiver um, is doesn't have the size or speed. But very reliable, great hands, very good route tree, separates well, quicker than fast. Guy that's going to make it, guy that can play in the slot, guy that can play some outside. Um, Aaron Parker, the receiver from Rhode Island, very gifted. Uh, if you watch me and studied my uh, East West Shrine notes, really good player, did a good job, knows how to attack defensive backs, can in. Um, uh, got savvy route running ability, very aggressive. Um, he's uh, a big kid. He's 208 pounds. 
He runs a sub 4-5. Really good player. Defensive tackle, McCalvin Aikam from Arkansas. Talked about him all last summer. Very good player on a very bad team. We know that it was a bad season in Fadfield, but not due to Melvin Aikam. 38 tackles, 8.5 for loss, 5 sacks, forced fumbles, got double teamed, didn't have a lot of help, got a fumble recovery, breakout season. When we forecast that fake out, a breakout season, he's 6'3", 300 pounds. He's a mauler. The force to be reckoned with was outstanding in one-on-one drills in the East-West game. Uh, really blew by offensive linemen. He's got a variety of moves, a relentless motor. He's versatile. Like this guy a lot. Remember McKelvin Aikam. Bravian Roy, the defensive tackle from Baylor. Doesn't have the prototypical build for an interior defensive lineman, but he's got advanced strength, innate understanding how to use leverage, um, he's 6'1", 330. He's a wrecking ball, was created the East-West. Uh, really quick first step, strong base, hard to move. I think could be a really good guy that in the fourth or fifth round could be great value, particularly playing him on the edge would be outstanding. Um, uh, uh, excuse me. Playing him, uh, um, you know, um, not head up, but playing on the edge of an, of a, an offensive lineman in, in interior role is where he needs to be and can be very, very effective. Um, Alex Highsmith, uh, edge player from Charlotte, um, 6'4", violent hands, really good technique, a lot of good pass rush moves. Um uh, he was really effective. Four three defensive end, three four outside backer, high character, good intangibles, outstanding player. I think he's got a chance to really improve himself a lot. And as you watch this draft process take place, you're going to hear more and more about him. Don't be surprised if he goes a lot higher than anybody anticipates. AJ Green, the corner from Oklahoma State. Um, Really good players. A lengthy corner at 6'1", 190. Um, he'd be a good boundary defender, technically sound, fluid in his movements, um, smooth in his, and low in his back pedal, uh, really capable playing in multiple coverage settings. He'll challenge receivers coming up at the line of scrimmage, uh, needs to improve his play strength uh, off blocks like most of these guys, but really, really good player uh, who I think can help and, and play, and eventually, <clears throat> play and eventually start at the NFL level. Uh, Kendall Valder, a cornerback from Georgia Southern, great player in the Sun Belt, 5'11", 190. Uh, looks like more of a nickel, but he's got really good skill set that allow him to play outside. Solid fundamental technique corner. Really good hands, instinctive player, um, can stay in the pocket of the receiver. Uh, I think he's a guy that could you could probably get in the fifth round would be really good value. So those are some of the guys that I wanted to talk to you about. And, again, we'll get into different categories of players as I get through more and more tape. Remember that during the season, do nothing but watch tape. But – you can watch as much tape as physically possible 
as the season goes along, there's and, and as the season is upon its completion, get to spend more and more time looking at more tape in games. So you may look at a player in five or six breakdowns. You get a chance to look at more games of each player. And it really helps a lot to start to formulate and separate these players and putting them into the proper grades to set my draft board and to go forward with my work that I do for NFL teams. So be sure you check out all of that over at LandryFootball.com. And obviously uh, over here we're going to provide a few little interesting tidbits as often as we can about different things surrounding your favorite college players and how they may transfer to the NFL level as well as guys that might fit to your pro team that uh, are not just the – high first-round picks that you hear about, but the guys that are going to be great values into the bottom of the draft. So we got a lot to cover uh, over at LandryFootball.com and here on the Pro Football Show that we'll get to you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here on the Pro Football Show here with Chris Landry. So appreciate you joining us today. Check us out again over at LandryFootball.com. Check out the great folks at 401k Generation. Give them a call or a text today at 1-866-998-5879. Sign up for the Landry Football's conference call over at uh, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts on Landry Football's conference calls. Check it out today. Sign up with our 50% discount over at LandryFootball.com. And remember to check out our college podcast daily as well as our NFL podcast here Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. All part of the Big Three Roll-Up Network, all sponsored by 401K Generation and can be found wherever you, again, sign up for your podcast with Landry Football's conference call. And you can also catch it over at LandryFootball.com along with lots of good football information. Folks, LandryFootball.com, the best way to describe it, it's like having your own scouting and coaching department for less than a magazine subscription. That's right. It's like being an owner of a team or a, a conveyor of big booster at a college program that you get access to detailed information of the who, what, when, where's, and why's of the college game. Check out all the detailed information in our notebooks about what we got going on with coaching searches, recruiting, draft information, uh, guys that maybe break out players next year, getting ready for spring practice, to free agent news and notes in our NFL notebooks, to obviously getting ready for the combine and all that's involved with players to look out for and the reverberations from that. We got it all covered for you at LandryFootball.com. One-stop shopping football. Check us out, and we'll talk to you and see you there, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. On another edition of the Pro Football Show, I'm Chris Landry. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.